Welcome to The Art of Charm. I'm Jordan Harbinger. The Art of Charm brings together the best coaches in the industry to teach you guys how to crush it in life, love, and at work. Imagine having a mix of experienced mentors teaching you their expertise, packing decades of research, testing, and tough lessons into a concise curriculum. We've created one of the premier men's lifestyle programs available anywhere, and it's free. This is the show we wish we had a decade ago. This show is about you, and we're here to help you become the best man you can be in every area of your life. Make sure to stay up to date with everything going on here and get some killer free ebooks as well as drills and exercises that'll help you become more charismatic and confident by signing up for the newsletter at theartofcharm.com. If you're new to the show but you want to know more about what we teach here at The Art of Charm, listen to the toolbox at theartofcharmpodcast.com slash toolbox. That's where you'll get the fundamentals of dating and attraction such as body language, eye contact, vocal tonality, all that stuff that's more important than you might think. We've got boot camps running every single month here in California. Details at theartofcharm.com, and I'm looking forward to meeting all of you guys here at The Art of Charm. Enjoy. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. I'm AJ, and I'm here with my buddies Justin and Johnny. All right. Yo. And today we're going to be talking about a popular question that we get uh, often from our guys, which is, how do you know she likes you? We're going to be talking about what this means in the venue when you first meet her and a little bit of what it means after you've met for the very first time. So we really want to talk about some of the signs and signals she's going to be giving off so you guys can be clued in. And it'll obviously help you escalate and move the interaction forward if you have confidence knowing that she's actually attracted to you. So let's get right to the point. How do you know uh, where you can actually read these signs? Well, the big part of that is if if you're new to this, or you're just getting out and you're we talk about going out just to fuck shit up, like get in there and make things happen. Uh, that whole point is for everything to start calming down after a while. Because if this is new to you, you're just going out, you haven't approached that many girls when you, when you go out, and uh, it's going to take some time. Because you're gonna, if things are going to be moving so fast, you're going to have so many things in your head that it's nearly impossible to read much of what's going on. So, so a couple of things is we're going to break it down so it won't be so difficult when that's going on, but also let you in on some things that when things do slow down, you're definitely going to pick them up and you're definitely going to see them. And what we mean by slowing down is obviously anxiety makes us rush. It makes us flustered. It's hard to follow what's going on. And, and a lot of times you're just going to be throwing stuff out there. But once you've worked over that initial anxiety of starting a conversation with someone and things start to slow down, your mind is not as flustered, you're going to start to see some pretty overt signals from her that you can move things forward and she'll be uh, obliged. So let's understand the process behind um, this whole concept of attraction, Johnny. Well, um, first thing is make sure that you're going out to have fun. If you're going out to have fun and realize that you're going to make some mistakes and that's okay, um, it's going to make working through the process very easy. Now, if you go back to some of the other toolboxes, uh, we have the attraction part and we talk about qualifying part and we talk about banter. And that's what we want to make sure that we put together so we're all, for those who haven't heard it or need a refresher, we're all in the same spot. Yeah, so at this point, you should know how to approach what your body language should look like on the approach and how to get the initial conversation started and moving in a fun, playful way. And that's really why we focus on the banter because, one, it allows you to be self-amused, right? You're delivering a line that makes you smile, makes you laugh, which is going to break the ice and make her feel comfortable and have a little bit of fun, too, in the interaction. And it's that fun space that attraction gets built in. So define attraction again for the guys. All it is, is if you look at it like it's a ladder, the first rung of that ladder will be attraction and curiosity. And just think back to anything that you've 
become uh, uh, got really interested in to the point where you love that thing, a hobby, a passion, a person. It all started with an initial curiosity that allowed you to feel good moving into that. Absolutely. A good way to think about this is interest plus curiosity equals attraction. That's the mindset I have when I go out, and that's a good mindset to have when you're interacting with others. So interest is going to look like she's actually paying attention when you're talking. She's going right. to match your eye contact and give you a chance to start the conversation. That interest can start across the room, too. I mean, you're scanning the room for talent. So are the girls. She sees you. You see her. Maybe you guys lock eyes. And that's where it is, is usually it's prolonged eye contact. She's not shifting away really quickly. And really, that's an invitation on her part saying, hey, please come talk to me. And at that point, you should be moving your feet in her direction, hopefully, Absolutely. not the exit. So our, our next piece um, that we discussed there is going to be showing some social confidence. And part of that is that you're going to approach. Another part of that is the body language we had talked about in the earlier episodes, not putting too much positive body language on, allowing there to be some, some, some space where you guys are not facing each other directly, adding to the tension and pressure that's already there. And then from there, being comfortable where you have some fun things to say. And Justin, I mean, you can let the guys in on why getting to some banter really early is important. Banter is super important because when you're going up there, I mean, everybody knows what's going on. She knows that you're going up there because you're attracting that you want to strike up a conversation, but there's also a lot of tension right in the beginning. So it's very important to break that tension by using uh, banter, throwing out a joke, something that gives her a reason to smile, and then also turning slight negative so that you're not fully facing her while you're dropping your banter lines. It's okay to go up there, drop full positive, drop a little banter line, and then turn negative so that you're buddies. Now you're shoulder to shoulder, and you're more of a team instead of opposing forces. The banter makes it fun for you, and it yeah. gives her something to smile and laugh about. And even if she thinks it's the dumbest line and even gives you a little bit of flack for that, she'll be smiling, and you know... We're in now. We can still talk. We're communicating without emotionally opening up to each other. And if you can laugh at your own dumb jokes, even better. Yep. I mean, she'll start laughing. Then you can have that moment together, and it's just it's just really fun and playful. And confident men can say dumb things without worrying about it, without caring about it. And I think that's the point, again, as we talked about, showcasing that social confidence while you're out is going to be a, a powerful indicator to her that you know what's going on and you're comfortable in your own skin. So now that that's rolling really well, we have some banter going back and forth. Everyone seems to be loosened up because banter, after all, is the icebreaker that we've all been hearing about for hundreds. That's what they've called it for years and years and years. It's your icebreaker. It's something silly. And now that that's going on, if she's playing back, and once again, here we are, she's being responsive. She's being receptive. This allows us to move forward and letting her know that, Hey, you know, that you dig or you think she's interesting to show a small amount of interest uh, at this point. And that really allows her to open up. You know, when you're saying, hey, you're really cool. I like you. You know, what? what's your deal? Then she's like, okay, cool. He's having a real moment with me and I can actually kind of open up and further progress the conversation. 
And I think that's a trap that a lot of guys fall in is once the banter gets going, they love watching a girl light up and making her laugh and laughing along with her. They don't realize is that what that's doing is conveying the wrong message to her. It's conveying just that you're there to play around and joke around. She is not actually comfortable enough to start building further into the interaction, and she has no um, platform to work from. So that's why giving her a little bit of interest allows her to commit further to the interaction. And that's where we're going to start to move into getting to know each other and figuring out if she's a good fit for your life. And, and all this is, if you think about it in sales, is kind of like filtering through the sales lead. And the more she continues to invest and be responsive, the more you can feel good that things are going well and that you should be moving forward. So now that she sees a little bit of interest, she's going to open up, as we said. And, and some of the signals that she's going to do so uh, include eye contact. So now she's going to really be looking you in the eyes intently. And we like to call this a little bubble where sort of the rest of the bar just melts away. And that's what we're really trying to get to because that gives you an opportunity in, in um, layman's terms to essentially isolate her without moving her. Um, once the periphery is gone and she can just communicate confidently with, with you, she's going to end up telling you and sharing things with you uh, that interest her, that she's passionate about. Once she starts opening that door of sharing, you can definitely tell she likes you. Absolutely. People don't share things about themselves unless they feel comfortable with you. And it's also part of trust building. So this is, yeah, if she's sharing information about herself, you know, it's really important that you acknowledge, accept, and appreciate it. Even if it's something that's like, yeah, you're not like on the fence about, it's okay. You don't have to be cool with it, but you can at least, if that's something that's important to her, you can at least acknowledge, accept, and appreciate and, and, and continue the conversation forward. A lot of guys get into this rapid fire question interview mode, and that is, that doesn't allow you to actually have a conversation. Yeah, and she doesn't feel you're actually listening. You know, when you have your next question queued up, ready to fire, but you're not maintaining eye contact and you're not appreciating what she's saying, then she just knows that you're there to interview her and you're not actually showing her interest. Which again, what we're doing is we're starting off with a low level of interest by walking over, starting the conversation, and together we should be both ramping up our interest levels in a parallel. Not you coming in with this massive amount of interest and then over time showing disinterest, but instead we're both on the same ramp to more and more interest, more and more commitment to each other. From that, that qualifying question and showing a little bit of interest, uh, this now lays the groundwork that we are kind of like mutually at the same place of we, I have interest in you, you have interest in me, and this lays out to open up for rapport and fill each other up. Absolutely. And at this point, in terms of body language, she's going to be showing a lot more positive body language towards you. Like AJ said, she's going to be showing some eye, prolonged eye contact. And if she's really liking you, she'll actually start touching you. She'll start touching your upper shoulder, maybe your, your forearms a little bit, but she'll generally just start getting closer to you. Lennon and McCartney, Jagger and Richards, Watson and Crick, AJ and Johnny, what about the perfect duo when it comes to growing your business? Well, that's you and Shopify. That's right, Johnny. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze your online marketing campaigns. And sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash charm. Go to shopify.com slash charm now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash charm. And now a quick message from our newest sponsor. Remember, supporting our sponsors is the best way to support the show. That's right. AJ, did you know socks, tees, and underwear are the three most requested clothing items in homeless shelters? I had absolutely no idea. Bombas knows, and they're doing something about it, making ridiculously comfortable versions of all three and donating one for every item sold. With all the clothing brands out there, it's nice to find some basics that don't just feel good, but do good too. That is completely amazing, and that's why we're so excited to be working with our newest sponsor, Bombas. To date, Bombas, one purchase equals one donated commitment, has helped customers donate over 100 million essential clothing items to people facing homelessness. That's a lot of good done by people just buying the Bombas they wear every day. Visit bombas.com slash charm and use code charm for 20% off your first purchase. And once you try Bombas, you'll know why so many people have purchased and donated so many. The comfort geniuses at Bombas work tirelessly to make your everyday things your favorite things. Whether there's an arch-supporting sock that feels like it was sculpted to your foot, a buttery soft tee with no itchy tag, or underwear that feels like nothing while supporting everything. The best part, AJ, Bombas has a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you got the wrong size, your dog chews up your socks, or a pair vanishes in the washing machine, and you know they will, it's easy to get a free return, exchange, or replacement. There's nothing worse than when Puppers gets a hold of my favorite Bombas athletic socks. They're precision engineered for being active with sweat wicking power, impact cushioning, blister defense, and no annoying toe seams that get between you and your goals. I try to limit my essential purchases to one time a year, and I was so pumped to know that Bombas has my underwear, socks, and tees needs completely covered. I have been loving the soft underwear and tees here in Medellin. Ready to get comfy and give back? Head over to bombas.com slash charm and use code charm for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash charm. And use code charm at checkout. All right, let's get back to the show. Well, one thing I want to say about this point, if things aren't going well, if it's everything seems forced, you can, you know, you've already gave it your best attempt. You hung in there. You threw a few banner lines. Listen, you're not going to be able to attract everybody. The fact that you went over and did what a man is supposed to do and it just didn't play out. You can feel good at that point to cut your losses. Maybe even the best thing to uh, introduce you to your friends. Maybe they have something that will go on um, and feel good about that, that you were the man that was able to do that. And because the thing is, people are attracted to different things and perhaps there was some mutual curiosity up front. It didn't prolong there. But now that you've already met her and, and you got a smile on her face, you introduce her to your rad friends. And guess what? 
we talked about in another episode about being in the friend zone and how you're going to be welcome to meet all of her friends in her social circle. So as long as you continue to play it cool, you're still winning here, whether it's a not interested or a yes, I'm interested. And action is always better than inaction in every facet of your life. And all we're trying to do is give you guys a confidence system to follow so that you can take action in a comfortable way, in a natural way. And that's all that women are looking for. And the other women in the room see that you're taking action, and that sets you above the other 95% of guys who are wishing and hoping they could do the same. So it's the taking action here that's really important, and that's what you guys need to reward yourselves for. And no matter what the outcome, we're giving you some signals to know that you can escalate further. But if you aren't getting these signals, it's okay to pleasantly excuse yourself and say, hey, I got to get back to my buddies, but it was nice meeting you. Give her a smile, and as you see her throughout the night, continue to give her a smile. There's no reason to act negatively or react in some sort of aggressive way if, as we say here at the program, she's interested in pizza and you're offering Chinese. So now that that, that process is sort of wrapped up, and if you want to hear more about that, you can go back to the earlier toolbox that are explained in depth. We can start, I believe we can start here and going into uh, different pieces of 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 seeing stuff that's going to allow us to feel good and moving forward. Now, the first thing that I want to say is if she's still talking to you and things are seem to be well, then that's, that's the way you should see it. You're just going to assume right away things are moving well. Now, if we want to look for signs and some things like that, we can go into these next things. But as long as she's there, she's being responsive, she's being uh, reciprocative, then we're just going to assume it. Yeah, I mean, nine times out of ten, if she's not interested at all, she'll just walk away or completely turn her back to you. Most women are not going to stay there in conversation with you for a prolonged amount of time unless there's some level of interest. So right then and there, if you've already got through showing her some interest and you've touched her a little bit and now you're well on your way to rapport, then you know that there's definite interest there. When a girl is interested in a guy, she'll look, she'll have prolonged eye contact. I've said that before, but it's it's a very... It's not just the eye context, it's the rest of her body language. So she'll, A, if you're sitting across the bar and you're scanning the room and you lock eyes with a girl, that is absolutely an open invitation to go up there and at least say hi. She's already interested and she's probably already curious at that point. Um, in my experience, <laughs> I like to do, what I like to do in these cases, I like to make funny faces at her. Particularly if I'm like completely across That's the bar. Yeah, and it's impossible for me to, like, it would be awkward if I literally went from one end of the venue to the other. Then I just simply just make nonverbal banter, I guess, and just do silly faces. And it lights them up, and it's really great. And then when you're closer together, then you can actually go in and talk to her because she's already, you've already broken that ice. And if, you, if she likes the banter and she's feeling you and she's feeling what's going on, uh, and also when you show a little bit of interest, you can watch as her pupils dilate and they're going to get bigger. Yeah. When we talk about eyes lighting up, her eyes will open oh, yeah. a little bit wider. She's going to continue gazing into your eyes even when you break the eye contact. And she's going to begin smizing, smiling with her eyes, I think is a really big point that we talk about uh we ask our guys to do while they're going out but she's going to be doing the same thing her eye her eyes have these little creases next to them and when she's really smiling and really happy those creases are going to form and that's how you know it's a real smile so these are things that she's going to subtly be doing as the conversation is moving in the right direction and she's feeling you 
Um, as we said before, she's probably going to be trying to go fuller and fuller positive body language, which means trying to face you now, trying to gain all of your attention. Because again, if you've been doing the body language right, as we cover in previous episodes, you're going to give her some attention and take some attention away. So now you're setting her up to chase more and more of your attention. And if she's doing that, she's also probably going to be hitting you, tapping your arm, trying to get your attention, trying to get you back to full positive with her. The idea behind this is that she's winning you over. You're not easily won over before you walked over there. It's going to take her a little bit of time to actually win you over. That's what a high-value male does. Well, and people tend to value things that they earn a lot more. And if you worked very hard to get her attention and you finally won her over, how great are you going to feel? And it even gives you an ego charge of, I'm the man who done it. Well, trust me, that same thing is going on on her side. And if she's feeling that each time I give a more positive body language or that I give him a touch or uh, that he's leaning more into me, I'm winning this guy over. And she's starting to feel really good about it. The other subtle things they'll do, and this just uh, came to me as we were sitting here, because Justin and I went on a, a group date uh, a couple weeks ago, and the girl was sitting next to me, and, and she just put her leg next to mine, held it there, and then next thing I know, her leg is over my leg. It's completely under the table. Her friends can't really see what's going on. It's a little bit more covert, but ultimately what's going on is she's showing interest through touching me which is a really powerful thing that women love, and they love men who are comfortable with touch, which is why I let my touch linger. I, I allow touch to happen so that she can feel comfortable moving it to the next step. And there's nothing more powerful than having a girl clawing at you. It feels really good, and it makes you feel even more confident about yourself and your opportunities. Absolutely. And like, just like that, they'll also lean in more. You know, She'll try and take up more of your space because she wants more of your attention. So... Girls are very subtle. You know, the guys are very overt with their attraction and, and showing their interest, but girls are very subtle. So they'll take up a little bit more of your space. They might do a sly thing like a leg over, you know, the other leg. And or even similar things when you're sitting next to each other, they might just rub their shoulder up against you. And that so it's making that kind of contact. And I think the key here to realize is that once she's digging you, she wants to take you off the playing field. So that's why she's going to lean closer to cue the other girls in the room. He's mine. Give us some time to figure this out. Uh, you have to understand women by nature are competitive. That's why they take so long to get ready. That's why they spend so much time while they're out. It's less about impressing us and more about being competitive with the other women that are out there. Listen to a girl talk about the other girls in the room. Exactly. <laughs> so a lot of these signals we're talking about are actually signals that she's conveying to her competitors within the battlefield. So let's talk about isolation. I kind of hinted at a little bit earlier with this bubble, but I think a lot of guys think overthink isolation and realize that it's a lot easier than they even imagine. So what are some fun ways that you guys like to isolate women? And, and maybe give us a quick definition of isolation, Johnny. Well, it's uh, as you said, it's the bubble. But what that means is that uh, you guys now are sharing an intimate moment. There's a conversation between the both of you. And now you guys are facing each other. But you're also maybe slightly facing away from the group that you might be with or slightly facing away from maybe everyone else in the room. So all of a sudden, even though you might be in the center of the room, uh, there is something special going on. There's, it's just this sort of like a small force shield uh, around the both of you. And that could be done if at a table with a group of friends. You guys will start to talk amongst yourselves, and now all of a sudden you're in your own little world. And to her, 
that means a lot. Yeah, and being able to give the group a little bit of a back turn and allow her to pay more attention to you instead of the group can be a powerful way for you guys to go a little bit deeper in the sharing and also to be a little bit more sexually suggestive, which we're going to talk about just a little bit later. But the important thing here is a lot of guys think, oh, I have to drag her to another end of the bar. I have to get her all the way across the room. It can be as simple as saying, hey, let's go grab a drink and just getting her to the bar. Um, getting her just a, slightly away from the group and allowing her to give you 100% of her attention is going to be a much stronger platform to build the rest of the escalation off of. So that's one of my favorite ways is just to suggest getting a drink. I mean, obviously at this point, if you've had great banter, she's obviously warmed up to you. She's touching you. Um, she's giving you all of her attention. It's okay to go to the bar and buy her a drink. There's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of other guys have a hard and fast rule that never buy girls drinks. But let's be honest, you buy your friends drinks because you've built a bit of a relationship with them. And it's no different. You know, if you're the guy who's like, no, I never buy girls drinks, well, you're probably going to end up going home alone quite a bit. Even offer a drink to the group. Hey, we're going to go get some drinks. Do you guys need anything? And that way, she doesn't feel weird that she's leaving her friends. That it's also that you guys are going to be back. Exactly. This is time to share. And look how great you look to her friends that she's just seeing this. She knows that she's already got you and she's investing in you. And now you've just treated her friends as really cool people. And now, and she, this allows her to feel really good if my catch is awesome. So it, that's working in your favor. Don't be cheap. It's a, it's a drink. It's an investment. And her friends are going to play a, a large role in her follow-up with you and, and her willingness to go home with you. So don't discount them at all just because you've isolated her. It's important to do the friend check-in every once in a while after you've gotten away from the group to make sure that, you know, again, you're setting off the right signals to everyone, not just to her. Right. And when you have them on your team, it's a lot easier to take it further, uh, particularly if you guys want to go home together. You know, you won't have the the wall of their friends be like, no, don't go home with that guy because we don't like him because he was cheap. You know, so if you give value to her friends, just like you would with your friends, then you win them over and it just makes everything a lot easier in the interaction, just a lot more smoother. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people, because they're all going to give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility 
at indeed.com slash charm. Just go to indeed.com slash charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's get back to the good stuff. Now, I love sexual innuendo. I love doing it early in the interaction, but I know that's a little advanced. But for most guys starting out, it is important to be a little sexually suggestive. And, and as we talk about uh, in the later stages, you know, moving the ball even further forward. So, yes, I dig you as a person, but and now I dig you sexually is very important to convey once you've actually gotten her away from the group or a little bit isolated so that you guys have shared. And the best way to do that is to, to misinterpret things. So there are certain things in conversation that obviously you can turn sexual just through slight misinterpretation. Some of the fun ways to say things like that are, hey, whoa, 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 I'm not that easy. I know we have some of these on the banter cheat sheet. But again, you're setting things up in a way that she can be perceived as being sexually aggressive towards you or you can be slightly sexually aggressive towards her. And that just signals to her that, wow, okay, so the dude obviously is having fun with me. He digs my qualities and my traits. He's already confident enough to tell me that and wow okay now he's actually thinking about what the night could be and i think that's really powerful for her to again continue her escalation on you because women are just as nervous as we are i think a lot of guys think just because they're hot and they get hit on all the time that they're socially calibrated and and there's no nervousness in their interactions but there really is especially around guys they really like and dig so the easiest way to combat her nervousness is to allow her to feel comfortable being a little sexual around you opening that door, walking through that door, and allowing her to follow you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love innuendos. I love misinterpretation. One misinterpretation I do is if we're on the dance floor and I booty bump her, I immediately turn and be like, oh, my God, you just touched my ass. And that's a really great, fun thing, and it usually gives them a smile. And even if they don't, you can laugh it off and just be playful. Again, you know, pushing that envelope a little bit. And on, if you want to um, bring it on to yourself as being the predator, you can even let her know. Uh, just talking to you is kind of turning me on. Uh, that's It's the easiest one in the world, and it's it's straightforward, and she gets where it's going. Yeah, uh, to steal one from uh, our favorite Russell Brand, uh, man, my pants are getting really tight right now, is a great way, again, to communicate to her that, okay, this guy's getting aroused. Or when you look her in the eye and you're like, Baby, I'm having such a hard time trying to not make out with you. Is a really good one too. I so want to bite you. Yeah. Right now, it's, it's, it's <laughs> that's, that's a Johnny one for sure. <laughs> it's hard to control myself around you. And these are fun ways that you again can convey to her that you're sexually interested without saying, "I want to take you home and have sex with you." Now, I, well, the, my favorite for even biting or any of that it's for her. It's going to be, "Oh, you're a biter. I like biters." Well. You're, this is an open door. Yeah. You're a keeper. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely where we know this one's going. Now, the other thing that kind of goes hand in hand with this is logistics. And what a lot of guys think is they have to start prepping all these logistics and figuring it out. But if you're doing this right, she's actually going to start asking who you're here with, how'd you get here. She's going to be trying to figure it out too. So the important thing is, depending on what you're interested in, I mean, if you are interested in going home that night, having your place clean, having a route home, you know, figuring out where you're going to go next if you are going to bounce her somewhere else. The important thing is have this in the back of your mind, figure out who she came with, but she's also going to be asking the same, and that's one of the great ways to tell that she's into you, right? She's not going to care about how you got there if she's not interested in you. Um, but 
hey, who are you here with? You know, how close do you live from here? Those are all things that she's going to start to be asking you to figure out whether or not it's going down tonight. Well, and put, those are clear signs she's interested. Put it this way. I mean, well, would you rather spend your time enjoying bantering and open the doors more and more sexually with her? Or would you rather be worrying if you flushed the toilet and did the dishes? <laughs> I know what I'd rather be worrying about. <laughs> <laughs> so... We got her number. Uh, obviously, we ask you to, to do this in the, the higher point of the interactions um, so that you don't wait till the very end because that's when, again, tension can be built. And there's a chance that, you know, you guys do get separated. So it's important when the interaction is going well to ask for a number. We cover um, texting and asking for the number in, in other episodes. But you have her number, and there's always going to be the follow-up. And when she's interested in you, she's going to respond to your follow-up almost instantaneously. And she's also going to be suggesting things for you guys to do. Um, she's going to be following along with your memes, memeing you back. And these are clear signs that she wants to move things forward as well. And that's what we're telling you guys to look for, is these sure signals that we've all received in, in numerous interactions that we know now confidently that, you know, second dates, the first dates can happen, second dates can happen, things are going to be moving forward, not just in the bar. And it's important to realize that after the bar, you've built this great time, you've had a lot of fun, but if there's not a level of interest there, she has zero reason to respond. And that happens time and time again from a lot of guys who don't know how to confidently follow up. So the important thing is, you know, you have a game plan of what you're interested in. Follow that game plan based on the toolbox episodes that we've given you and realize that she's going to be moving things forward, too, because she doesn't want to dilly-dally and she doesn't want to waste time uh, going to the bar to try to find another guy if she's into you. Um, one thing I'd like to address, and, that, and that this question came up uh, just yesterday on the forum, where um, a, a young guy, he's at school, and uh, uh, he's really busy with studies and stuff, but he's been chatting with a couple girls on Facebook and he's and they're friends from school. So now that they're chatting and he's like, I've been bantering, but it doesn't seem to go anywhere. Now you have to get your plan together and you have to realize that if she's taking time from her studies to be met talking back with you and bantering it with you, uh, if you don't want to waste any more time, then you have to put her in a place to make a decision. Now, if you feel good about asking her out and even if she says no, it won't be awkward, then you have nothing to blame or no one to blame but yourself of of making a date and, and, and asking her about it. If you do feel that it's a real small class or this is going to be really awkward if this goes bad, well, then, then you need to go out and start. You're going to need to go out and start meeting women elsewhere if you're afraid to start uh, chatting with the girls in your class or asking them out on dates. But if you guys are chatting, she's bantering back and forth, you guys are having flirty conversations, uh, through Facebook, uh, if you want things to happen, you're going to have to step up and ask for it. So to wrap the episode and give you guys clear game plan, we're telling you take action. We give you each step to take action on and how to take action in previous episodes. And what you see here is we're gauging her reaction. So a lot of these signals that we're talking about are going to be her reactions to you moving things forward and leading. So again, some of those signals will be prolonged eye contact, facing you, touching you, um, be willing to isolate and move somewhere else, bounce somewhere else, sharing deeper things about herself, her passions, her pursuits, trying to win you over. And then also when you are being sexually suggestive, following along, playing along and maybe even upping the ante yourself. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I hope it clears up a lot of the confusion that guys have trying to figure out whether or not she's into you. Uh, but honestly, guys, if she's still standing there, for the most part, she's you're winning. Go she's forward. Indian. Definitely winning. All right, show feedback and guest suggestions. We rely on you guys to help keep our finger on the pulse. So if you know someone who's a good fit for the show, let us know at jordanh at theartofcharm.com. Boot camp details for our live programs also at theartofcharm.com, and that's where you're going to find links to us on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media as well. If you're listening to this but you're not subscribed in iTunes or Stitcher or something like that, then that needs to change. Getting our shows delivered free to your phone or computer is the best way to make sure you don't miss a thing. You can do that by going to iTunes and searching for the Art of Charm podcast or by going to theartofcharm.com slash iTunes and clicking subscribe. That's really it. And you guys can help us. Subscribe in iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Write something nice and we will love you forever. Just go to iTunes.com slash theartofcharm and it'll take you right there. When you write us a review, it not only makes us feel proud, but it helps keep us up in the ranks so that other people who can use this information can find the show more easily to get the credible advice that they need. It's also the best way to support the show other than purchasing products and training from us. So tell your friends because the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to someone else either in person or shared on the web. Now have a great week. Go out there and get social and leave everything better than you found it.